Howdy, howdy, everybody. This is Jared Sterrett, and you're listening to KZCC LP 106.1 Conroe and KZCW LP 104.5 in Conroe and worldwide at OurLoneStar.com. When I do, he turns away again. It's always been the same. All right. Mornings of Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, Lone Star Community Radio. We are up and at them at 9.15 here this morning. A little late. Apologize. I blame El Nino. Yeah, blame it. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Father's Day. Yay. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Hope everyone's doing okay. Getting ready for the weekend. At, uh, before we get on, on to the show, let's do some weather and traffic because I think the weather's supposed to be pretty bad. The weather's getting taking a gnarly turn. So currently it's 83 degrees going up to 93, so only another 10 degrees. But humidity is at 78%, so it already feels like 91. The Lone Star official weather tree outside lets me know that winds are coming out of the south at about 6 miles an hour all day. Uh, It's going to be partly cloudy all day, all night, clear over the night. And then tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, the thunderstorms, the thunder rolls, and the lightning strikes apparently all weekend long into Tuesday. Now, the good news is that means that Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, the highs are expected to be basically where we are now, about 83, 84. Which is okay, I guess. Rain's a coming, boys. But, uh, you know, those of you who are planning stuff for Father's Day, uh, if you had any, like, outdoor plans, you may want to have an indoor alternative just in case. Why don't you take your dads out to, you know, Perry's Steakhouse or something? Yeah. And just don't don't settle on the soap on a rope and a necktie. Or the handwritten. I, I don't know. I actually like the handwritten I'm just cards. making a brisket. Mm, you know, uh, I don't know if I said it on the air, but, uh, you know, you got me those ribs that you smoked last weekend. I got those things down to the marrow and beyond. Well, they, they were, were so much better right off the oh, smoker. Oh, I, 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 and I know that. So if I was enjoying them that much, I just can't wait till I actually yeah, get I'm out excited. to your place. Yeah, well done. You're going to do some more over this weekend? Yeah, that's what uh, I'm doing for my father. Cool. He loves uh, chopped beef, so. So let this not be a, uh, you know, a weekend that's more, um, you know, because you chose father and son as the bumper music. It could have been worse. It could have been cats in the cradle, I guess. But if you want to you want to watch like a wonderful video, uh, it was called, just look up Dad Life. On, on YouTube. It's a video that these guys did in, in Oklahoma. I think they did it for the church, but it's not a church video. It is funny. Uh, it's got some great, it's a rap song that these that these dads are doing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We could actually play it on the air, and I think I don't think anyone would be mad. Well, you know, second round of the World Cup starting today. Right. So how did you, I have been so uh, Russia, snowed under. Russia took it over. My favorite. So the cat, the cat got it. Yeah. Was it Achilles? Yeah, Achilles, the psychic Russian cat. It's, chose is, it. is Achilles only doing Russian games or is she doing all the games? Uh, apparently all the games, but she chose the uh, uh, the do first you, game. Do you know the today's results? No, let me, let me see if I can find if Achilles, the cat, has yeah. uh, today's. But uh, my favorite thing from yesterday's World Cup, because social media blows up with this stuff, there was a celebration in the streets, and there's randomly a Russian car convertible with a bear sitting in the trunk or in the truck bed like a real bear blowing one of those annoying horns from 2010 if you remember those annoying horns they had mm-hmm. so that was kind of surreal you can look that up look up russia bear world cup and there's this random big bear just blowing into a horn 
So okay, here we go. Yes, Achilles is a. Uh, uh, it's a he. I'm sorry, because you know the first game's already done today. Yes. Uh, was that Iran versus no? Morocco? It was Uruguay versus Egypt. Okay. Well, Achilles has chosen Iran to beat Morocco today. So he's only doing one game. Uh, apparently so. I'm, I'm uh. looking down. Yeah, no, only only chose the one. Okay. And apparently they, they put a cat treat on each flag, whatever cat treat the cat goes for. That's the winner. That's but hey, funny. Achilles so far is batting a thousand. So, one for one. There you go. <laughs> go, Achilles. And you, you know, there are actually people who bet off of that. What are the cat? What's the cat choosing? Put down 5,000 on the cat. Are you really? going to bet? No. 5,000 on the cat with a cat treat. That should go well. <laughs> You're right. But yeah, so you're ready for Father's Day? Because you are a dad of like what? Like two you know? Uh, two kids, two stepkids, and uh, a couple of grandkids. Okay. Two, two, and two. Does that count when you're a, grand, like, when you're a grandfather? Yeah, and you know, what my, you know what my son got me for Father's Day? What? <laughs> a DNA test. Really? Yeah. One of those, uh, you know, check your ancestry. Oh, kind of the, yeah, no, not to establish paternity. FBI tracking you kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. well, you know, my dossier is already, you know, longer than my forearm in, in, in Washington, so may as well just add to it. But, yeah, so I, I spit in the tube, and I mailed it off, and I'll find out. Uh, I, I'm asking my son, is like, do they test for alien, you know, extraterrestrial DNA? Because that would be awesome. Well, I feel like to be safe when they give you the report, there's like a 1% question mark. With my son, it got down to, um, actually, I've got his statistics here. It was, it was pretty funny. Uh, let me call him up. It's like 99.5% uh, European, Northern European. <clears throat> let me call it. I got it right here. Here we go. Yeah, 99.4 European, of which 98.7 is Northwestern European, which includes British Irish at 53.1%. 15% of French and German, 12% of Scandinavian, and 0.4% of uh, Finnish. Now, the Scandinavian, that's from his mom. His mom is very tall and very blonde, and he got hers. He's got um, 0.5% of Sub-Saharan African. Now, I guess if you go back far enough in your DNA, because wasn't it Lucy, like the first human female or something, is yeah. from Africa, so I get that. And then less than 0.1% of South Asian and they can't even, so low, they can't even, they're just saying broadly South Asian. <laughs> so that's my I son. I, I, okay, the thing I'm trying to understand is what is the ultimate goal of those kind of deals? Well, because in this family. They're, they're not tracking descendants. They're just tracking where your DNA has been found. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, for all we know is we had one, you had one family member who went around the world Genghis Kong style. You betcha. And just did that. It's the Thompson way. So so to me, that doesn't seem like, oh, that's where you're from. That's not like an ancestry kind of thing. Because the ancestry to me is you do the the black thing from uh from Harry Potter where they have that creepy tree, the black family. And mm -hmm. it's like, see, to me, that's the ancestry. Right. Well, th these go hand in hand. In fact, uh, the two major DNA tests right now, uh, one is called 23andMe because yeah. apparently it does 23 chromosomes. And that one also includes health tests. Like well, yeah, that makes health sense. Health markers, like the BRCA2 test to, to test for breast cancer. And I guess that's that's good to know because you can take this test and it's not through a doctor. Well, so I'm, I'm more of asking, 
what do you want to have from this result? Because to me, if I could, like the reason I'm spending the money, and luckily for you, you got it for again. Yeah, I didn't spend the money. Uh, but I mean, I'm trying to understand like what do you want as results? Because when I watch the commercials for 23andMe, I go, well, yeah, you're from the Earth. Like, I was like, okay, we've been here for a while. There's only so. one race, and that's mankind. Well, that's I know. I'm trying to understand. It's like, well, I, I think, especially in this family, my daughter in law, my son's wife, is a genealogy nut. Okay. She's got, she's interviewed well, family members. She's found that, because I was only able to track the Thompsons back like two or three generations, and I didn't want to go back any farther. Uh, but why not? There's, there's history. Okay. We'll talk about that off the air. <laughs> no, like, because our family, my family does, there's, uh, out of the four uh, grandparents I had, three of them were really big background people. Mm -hmm. They go, I mean, we had hit, we've had, I've had history. I think the Seabolds, we've gone all the way down, down to like, I think like nine generations or something like that. Ten generations over in Europe. And then my other family, the Cochrans, they've, I mean, we've gone past Texas because we're, we're, that family has been in Texas before Texas became a republic. And the other side, the others, the Schistler side's more of the questionable one, but well, that's because they wrote it down. We have like a book of like people writing it down of who, where they lived, where they came from. Wouldn't it be awesome if the Schistlers had like some kind of genetic thing marker to where they were all born with lists or lateral lists? Well, you know, I've heard German folks say Schistler, and it sounds similar to Schistler, but it has more of a, a harshness to it. Mm -hmm. Schistler! Yeah, something like that. Schistler's But, uh, but, but my, my favorite, well, actually one of my favorite memories was one of my buddies went to Germany, and they were doing uh, some type of tour, and they're sitting there, and they have reservations at this place, and the table next to them had Schistler on it. And so they took a picture of the Schistler family and sent it to me. And it was kind of, it was almost like ours, where like half of them were overweight, half of them were like really skinny. <laughs> so it was just. There's was, no middle ground. We yeah. don't do anything half style in the Schistler family. So, yeah. So uh, I think my daughter-in-law has also done the, because Ancestry.com has their own DNA test that ties into their family tree thing. Okay. So, so they and, do the family tree thing. Yeah. And so the DNA test helps because it'll say, okay, well, apparently. Well, it helps with this you percentage know where to search. I know mm -hmm. I get that, but it's just kind of like. You got to do a lot more work to fulfill what you think 23andMe is going to do. It's Right. Now, I took one of the really cheap tests once upon a time. Uh, I think I got like a Groupon for it. And all it said was that uh, it didn't show genealogy. It just said that where my current DNA is, most people uh, this day and time who have the same DNA tend to be in Austria. So Makes sense. I you have look no idea like, what that You look is. like one. Do I look an Austrian? Well, especially with like, do you think every human being goes through that cycle in their in their consciousness of going like where am i from mm -hmm. what am i doing I, I, have you yeah. seen have, have you seen that like i think it's abc or cbs did a show of like celebrities and where they came from yeah and they had that one it was like chelsea is it chelsea handler is chelsea that, handler and her her like great grandfather whatever was a nazi yeah and they did like and they did it i don't know if they did it on like they sprung it on her <laughs> but her face was just like you didn't know if she's supposed to be mortified or like, oh, well, great. Thank you. Let's, oh, let's lift that rug and get that under there. Yeah, which is funny because she's pretty vocal about calling the president a Nazi. It's yeah. like, that's pretty bad there. But, uh, yeah, I do remember that show because a lot of people weren't weren't too happy with that one. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think it's it, – if you look down the generation, there's always going to be somebody who did something wrong. 
I mean, it's just the set, the the odds are against you in that one, right? Oh yeah. And I think it's amazing that people hold that much accountability to something that happened, you know, hundreds of years ago. Well, in Ch- Chelsea's point of view, it only happened like you know a century ago, mm-hmm. if that. Uh, yeah, less than. But I mean, I don't see why, like, because that was one thing growing up with the last name of Schistler, Everyone always like I got picked on for that, and I always wonder why they're picking on me. They, you know, they they wouldn't. I mean, some people would call me, you know, not a Nazi, but, you know, that kind of thing. And it was just really weird to me because I was like, this, like, I've been here for a couple generations, man. Like, I don't know anybody. I'm not from Germany. I'll be interested to find out where it is. Because like I said, the, my, my maternal side, the Garrett side, we, we got that one back. The Garretts came from the Hornburgs, and that's, I think, where the Austrian came from. With the Thompsons, again, uh, my daughter-in-law has already unearthed some stuff from several generations yeah. ago. and. And to be honest, but I, with that information, I mean, like, and I'm trying to understand the the overall the overall goal of like, what do you want to feel after you find this out? Is it something that you feel complete? Are you something that you would feel ashamed of? Oh I, no! I imagine some people who discover something that's so horrible, but their uncle did, or they're from another family murdered twenty thousand people. You know, whatever. But but it's like Lex Luthor's. Uh, sister, younger sister, she tries to overcome the bad stuff he did. Yeah. Lena Luther. But uh, why would you need to overcome it? That's what I'm asking. Like, who cares? Like, that's not you. You can't be defined true. by... Yeah, you, yeah you're, you're not the sum of that. Uh, by the way, Brett lets us know that it's, the show's called uh, Who Do You Think You Are? And it's still on. I think they learned their lesson. I thought he was, like, yelling at me. Like, who do you think you are? I'm like, I'm just giving Brett. But then I realized he was talking I don't about know who show. I am. I don't that's... know. That's why I want the DNA test. We can be we can be really bad as you do this DNA test, and then they say like you got cancer, man. Like it's gonna come back. Well, there yeah, like I said, there's the the, the health version of it. Um, do you think no, they you think they call you, or do you think they just mail you back? The, the, this mail it and back. It's like you got a hundred percent chance of getting testicular cancer. Oh, Good luck. Yeah, but I was really I was sorely tempted uh, since I didn't pay for this to uh, get a dog and just let the dog drool into the 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 tube and then mix it with my own saliva, and then see what they came up with. He's a lycanthrope. Yeah. He's a lycanthrope or lycanthrope? I have no idea what you're even trying to, to say. Werewolf. It's a fancy oh, way to say lycan. werewolf. Lycanthrope. Lycan. Well, yeah. Just use the simple words that the comic book people know. You know, in trivia the other night, um, fortunately, I covered my my bets uh, last week. Uh, you know, they, they have a hard and fast rule at this trivia game at the Pacific Yardhouse, but they say if if our book doesn't say it's correct, we can't overrule it. So even if you know you're right and we say you're wrong, you got you just got to deal with it. And there was one thing about talking about peppermint, and I knew the answer was mentholatum, but uh, I wrote it down. And then to to cover myself, I also wrote in parentheses menthol, even though the, the full name is mentholatum. And sure enough, on the 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 answer sheet that they had, it was only menthol, and a lot of people wrote down mentholatum. Like, but it's mentholatum. Well, sorry about that. So always cover your bets. I don't know why I raised that up, but cover your bets. Well, you know, I just want to say happy Father's Day to everybody. and To your dads, your stepdads, your half-dads, your dad wannabes, and just guys that just hang around kids in the good way, you know, help yeah. help raise kids. And the father figures. The father figures of the world. Thank you. Hats off to you, Dick and Skippy. Salute you. We're going to take a quick break. The show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. If you know where Jason Owen is, please let us know because we're looking for him. He was supposed to be here this morning. He said, yeah. He was going to bring food too, wasn't he? Yeah, something like that. I think he was going to bring food and 
What up with that, Jason? And, uh, we were, weren't we supposed to have a burger at 9.30 in the morning? What, was, what, what happened to that? Yeah. We'll be right back here on Morning to Lone Star. Going on. But take your time. Think a lot. I think of everything. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Can I try to explain When I do, he turns away again It's always been the same Same old story From the moment I could All right, talk, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com So a movie came out, I think it's coming out today. It's called Tag. A movie's coming on called Tag. Tag, yes. Yeah. So there was an article like, written. Tag in, there was an article written in the Wall Street Journal about, and I actually read this article like th- two years ago, three years ago, uh, about a group of friends who've been playing the game of tag for an obscene amounts of uh, yes. years. Yes. And so they made a movie on it. No way. And it has like all you know the big actors in it. But the weird thing is, is I saw the trailer several times and I've seen interviews. And the way they try to describe it, it just doesn't seem interesting. Because they had, in my opinion, they they got half the cast right, half the cast wrong. Okay. So, you, do you, have you not seen anything? You no. have no idea what I'm talking about. I remember about. the original story. Uh, so, the, in the movie. they've been playing for like decades, I think. Yeah, so I'm in the movie, curious. they have Ed Helms, okay. John Hamm, uh-huh. Jake Johnson, Hannibal Burris, and then Jeremy Rayner. Yeah, so those are the, 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 the those are the five people playing. And what's weird though is that the plot they chose to do is basically Jeremy Rayner's character is the ultimate tag, and he's the mysterious tag person. Like he's he's the BA, if that if you know what that mean by that. And Big Apple. Yes. Okay. And I that's the whole movie is them trying to get him. It seemed the trailer seemed like that. Oh, like here, tag me and to get to get him. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me it's a comedy, not it's a, a comedy. Okay. But I you know, I was I the thing I saw when I read the story, I go, you know what they should have done is more don't make it such a slapstick comedy, make it more about you like take Parenthood, for example, the movie Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Do it like that where you're going through these lives of these people and something's revolving around it, helping you connect the connect the family. I like that. Parenthood, another great one is called Bye Bye Love. It's- yes. Great Paul Reiser, Randy Quaid, uh, Matthew Modine. Great movie about uh, divorced dads over one of their weekends. Because, I mean, I imagine over the course of however long they really play this game, their lives changed, not because of the tag game, but, you know, someone died, someone got divorced, someone got married, and all that kind of stuff. But I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm not going to ju- – I there's can't judge be it too scene, harshly. There's got to be a scene where some guy's having an emotional breakdown over a death in the family or divorce or something. And, oh, hold me, hold me. And the guy comes and goes, tag, you're it. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. That takes it away. To me, that takes away. But that's what. Do you think that really happened? I, I would so do that. Okay. I, I well, would right now, it, right now it's sitting at sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so I don't know if that's good. 
Brett says it's 30 years. 30 years. Oh, they've been playing for 30 years. Okay, yeah, I know it was like forever and a day. So. Well, there we go. You know, Brett's got a good question here, and I want to ask Sean this. <laughs> he was talking about the best present he ever received as a father was from his daughter who was old enough to want to buy something but too young to have any money, so she bought a pocket memo pad from a 99-cent store. So it, that's that's very sentimental, and I mm-hmm. like sentimental things. Mm-hmm. What about you? What's sentimental to you that your you know your t- twenty kids ancestry dot com kids have gotten you? <laughs> I would. Um, I, I was joking about it earlier, but that the the hand created stuff. Um, like I, I still have it. I thankfully, survived the floods and stuff. Uh, decades ago, my son. Had one of those kindergarten, you know, you put your hand in the, the oh, plastic yeah, yeah, yeah. and it has your initials. Happy Father's Day. And then my daughter did one too. And so to me, and her those... hand was bigger. It was really weird in the family. <laughs> now I get you. No. So I've got, should still have both of them. I found one. I'm sure I'll find the other one. But that are the handwritten cards. Uh, I know that my, my grandkids uh, for Christmas that they gave me and Christine some handwritten cards, but love went into them. You I know. try to, what's funny is the concrete seal is we were doing all the grandkids and I was like, hey, just put it your butt in it. <laughs> so you have these handprints and then you just have a butt print. I was like, that'd be perfect. But so you still have it or no? It's gone. Oh yeah, I still have it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I try to keep every like Father's Day gift, stuff like that. I've gotten mugs galore. Um, yeah. Although I would love to get, uh, I've seen these t-shirts and, and coffee mugs that say, you know, world's okayest dad. And I just, I love that. I think that's pretty funny. Yeah. Is okayest a word? Uh, well, it is in this context. Okay. It's, it's, so that's okay for you, Mr. English, that's, I mean, in that context, I, I will to make it, up words? I will put it in context. Here's the thing. Yes, grammar has its place in the world. Absolutely. And I'm a total grammar nerd, bordering on grammar Nazi. However, to boldly go is a split infinitive, which is grammatically incorrect. But no other phrasing can capture the oomph of to boldly go where no man has gone before. Boldly to go or to go boldly just doesn't have the, uh, it's to boldly go. So it's okay yep. to to put I before E except after C when you rein in your neighbor as he's neighing like a horse. Okay. See what I did there? I put E before I. <sighs> I mean, your your grammar jokes are just off the chain. You betcha. So, but Brett's right. He was saying that, you know, I've judged the movie too quickly and uh, maybe the marketing <laughs> misled me, but I am going to read the summary. So let me read the summary. Read the summary. So Sound for the one month every year, five highly competitive friends hit the ground running in a no-holds-barred game of tag they've been playing since first grade, risking their necks, <laughs> their jobs, and their relationships to take each other down with the battle cry, you're it. This year, the game coincides with the wet, coincides with the wedding of their only undefeated player, Jeremy Rayner, which should finally make him an easy target. But he knows they're coming, and he's ready. <laughs> I'm still watching that. So, comes out. I'm definitely going to watch that movie. It, it sounds like uh, uh, there are a few movies out there that get guys. You know, you got your buddy cop movie, and that's pretty pretty superficial. But I'm talking yeah. like the deeper ones. The, the ones like uh, this movie called The Story of Us with Bruce Willis and Michelle Pfeiffer about marriage on the rocks. And they're trying to figure out if they want What's the movie called? The Story of Us. Okay. Uh, not This Is Us, The Story of Us. And I think Morgan Freeman also did a miniseries called The Same Thing. But it's got Bruce Willis, Michelle Pfeiffer, a bye-bye love, parenthood. You know, they get the levels of men and dads the, where it goes beyond just the superficial, okay, we're slobs, we're pigs, we're whatever. 
Uh, and I love those movies. So deeper than the hangover <laughs> for sure. Hangover has the hangover has place its place in the world as a movie. It's fun. Yeah. But it doesn't get into what makes Well, the second one just went over to the next level. Yeah. Similar to Life Fast and the Furious. Like, you know, the first one was somewhat enjoyable, kind of cool cop movie kind of thing. But then, and then they became superheroes. So I missed the t- I missed the part where the ooze dropped on them or, you know, they were bitten by the spider. But, you know, unexplained. Jason's got to tell us how he can um, keep his identity as a turtle yeah. hidden from the rest of the world. He's probably um, going to come in one day with a, you know, big old backpack on and, and a purple. Well, he's supposed to be coming in. I, I so. mask. He's hopefully stopping to get some breakfast tacos or something for us. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah he's riding, he's riding his bike, man. You can ride a bike through a drive-thru. You cannot. You can't walk. Are you serious? Uh-huh. Which well, drive-thru are we depends, talking about? It depends where now. I think it's the city ordinance. What so. are we talking about here? A bicycle. Hey, did we talk about the Twitter guy doing Chick-fil-A? Did we talk about that at all? No, him apologizing. Yeah, did we talk about that, the though? The Twitter guy. Uh, we may have talked about it off the air. If we talked about it on the air, we're going to talk about it crazy to me. I, I don't know why I just brought that up, but I was I drove by Chick-fil-A this morning, and I was like, man, can you imagine just being yelled at for like places you go eat? Oh, here's the thing. There's being yelled at, and then there's caving into it and apologizing, and this is where he lost me totally. It's where he said, well, I didn't the, well, take into account their you know, history. Well, what I'm curious about, because uh, if no one knows what the heck we're talking about, yeah. uh, the president or CEO, whoever, CEO the head honcho of Twitter, he also is the CEO of this uh, app called Cash App, which is, I think, directly connected to Square. I think they're both the same kind of thing. You know, Square, the, mm-hmm. the processing people, the credit card processing people for businesses. Uh, so change the name to they, POS. They don't get it, do they? They have POS no, I think point that's of for, sale. I think that's for, I think that's wonderful actually. Because <laughs> imagine the the merchandise. Uh, what, what's what's funny though is he apparently with Cash App they do this, you know, time based savings thing called boosting. So they'll send you a thing saying, "Hey, we're boosting Chick Fil A. Get ten percent off your order for the next, you know, X amount of time. Twenty minutes. And yeah, whatever it is. So he takes a screenshot and he saved I don't know fifteen percent going to Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. You know, and what's weird though, he spent thirty dollars at Chick Fil A, and I'm like, thirty bucks? Like, who's he, who's he feeding? <laughs> uh, but what's funny is the whole. There was actually a bona fide journalist calls him out on Twitter saying it's pretty ironic that you're going to Chick Fil A during Pride Month. Mm-hmm. I forgot her name though. I'm gonna look that up. So you can continue the story. And so then, of course, the Twitterverse blew up on this guy. How dare you? How dare you? There are two ways to handle something like that. One is to say. Well, to cave in or to not cave in. And he caved and he apologized. I'm so sorry that I ate at Chick-fil-A. And then he took it a step further by saying, I forgot their history. I didn't take into account their history. And that's where they lost me. Their history is, you know what? They donate a lot. They do a lot of, okay, their, their CEO may not believe everything you believe in, but name me one CEO that believes everything you do. This is it's a, it's a pick and choose, and I just I got disgusted at the CEO, tw- uh, the Twitter uh, CEO, for caving in every time someone caves and says I need to go to sensitivity training. It's it's just it loses me. I'd love for someone, you know, when Howard was it Howard no Don Imus who called a team. Uh, he said they look like this, and then everyone you know they make him apologize. Don't apologize if you say something wrong. Own it. Say sorry. I you know I said it, but it's true. I don't know. I don't want to get off on a tangent and a rant here. But Twitter CEO, you know what? Chick-fil-A, if you want to eat it, great. If you don't want to eat it, don't. 
if you want to boycott it, boycott it. If you want to give them money, give them money. But don't apologize well, to the well, popular. The thing is that I want to know is clearly Jack is the CEO of Cash App and Cash App worked with Chick-fil-A. Mm -hmm. So if he's apologizing for being insensitive, why are they working for Chick with Chick-fil-A? Well, no, he's the Twitter CEO, not the Cash App CEO. No, he is the Cash App CEO. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's what I'm oh, trying that, to tell okay, you. Okay, like okay. he was promoting the product. I, I thought that I, I thought it was a partnership. Oh, yeah. Again, dumb. Let me, let me make sure if I'm right. Yes, yeah, Jack. Boom. Yeah, okay. he is. So yeah. that to me is like if you're gonna be one of those people who is only in face value, then I know. personally loved when um, Chick Fil A put out the. Cause have you read the Wendy's Twitter person? Yeah, they are just so hardcore. They're wonderful. I've actually followed wendy's now just to get the okay. updates and chick-fil-a put out something it's uh is there anything nicer than enjoying a spicy chicken sandwich on a friday afternoon and wendy's retweeted it and said yeah enjoying one on a sunday morning oh <laughs> that's that's how to make fun of someone that's yeah. how to say you know what okay because i don't want to take away from chick-fil-a they're they're a business if they want to close on sunday along with hobby lobby go for it if you're opposed to you think, their mindset, don't shop there. Do you think the businesses that choose to close down on like Mondays, which are like nail salons and stuff, is because they don't want to be associated with religion on Sundays to be closed? Could easily be. Because um, you know a lot of businesses close on Mondays. Right. You know, a lot of service industries and stuff like uh, that. Museums are closed on Mondays. So why? Well, that makes sense because on Sunday people have time to go to it, to a museum. But if you're going to close down but Mondays. If I'm a like, nail salon, like I guess – yeah. Well, yeah, here's the thing. My, my thought is on a Monday, it's the best day if you're going to be shut down on a weekday, either Monday or in England. I remember uh, five o'clock on a Wednesday, everything shut down, every store. You, you for know, like a siesta? For the, for, the, for the rest of the night until Thursday morning. It was just to get everyone a chance to go home and spend time with family. Gross. Well, this is also back in the 70s. I don't even know if they yeah, did. Yeah, when more. they valued those things. Today, yeah, we don't value those don't things. Value it's that. more on getting prestige on yes. World War II Call of Duty at 4 a.m. Oh, You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. We're going to take a quick break because our buddy Jason's here. Without so tacos. So we're excited. Oh, man, that's unlucky for you. You just got scanned, bro. <laughs> we'll be right back. I am old, but I'm happy. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. All right, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. Happy Father's Day this weekend. Love playing the depressing songs to... Yes, uh, the song of parental guilt. I'm telling you, let's just get uh, uh, Cats in the Cradle, Father and Son, and what's another just total parental guilt song? Mo mother and Child Reunion? Well, we got to go dad-related. What's another just like dad-related parental guilt song? Janie's Got a Gun? Yeah. I can't think of it. Jeremy from Pearl Jam? He's not... Because his well, his dad doesn't care, so he, you know, he does horrible things to people. Dad, you don't, uh, 
Yeah, he Papa don't preach. Papa don't preach. That's it. Yeah. But no, see, that Papa's not going to preach though. If you watch the the video, he hugs her at the end. Well, that's the video, not the song. It's about interpretation from the audience, not uh-huh. okay. the artists. Okay. Yeah, Jason, how you doing, man? Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. You I'm up? actually. Uh, I'm trying to find this. Uh, Are you still uh, playing that game? No, I'm trying to find a little clip that I wanted to uh, show you guys because I think I found uh, Sean's uh, look like. You found my what? That's Skippy's look like. Well, there's so many. It? There's so many that could look like Yeah, Sean. you got uh, did Once Upon a Time. He, it was Richard Dreyfus. Now it's Paul Giamatti. He did 23 and Me, and they got they asked him, how many times have you applied? <laughs> yeah. So who's my... Uh, Show it up here. I'll, I'll bring it up. Oh, um, just send it to. It. Hey, can you just text it to me? I'll put it on the. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do the. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll be surprised with. I'll I'll do the screenshot, but. Uh... <laughs> in my youth, I looked a bit like uh, Willow, you know, from you know the Val Kilmer movie. No, you don't. No, in my youth. You look no. more like Kaya. No, 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 no. His name was. But the kid, the, the the dwarf. The his Warwick name wasn't Davis. Willow. Yeah, I know, but yeah. What was his name? That was a great movie. It was Warwick Davis is the actor. You sure it's not Willow? No, Willow was the baby mm-hmm. that they were trying to save. Okay. Yeah. Is that that movie had a plot? That, yeah. Vaguely. Yeah. Well, yeah one, Mad- one of my favorite moments in that movie, if you remember, is towards the end, Val Kilmer's fighting in the, the castle area. Mad Martigan. And those things fall into the water, like the monsters, mm-hmm. and then a random claymation battle happens because it didn't really fit with the time period of the special effects. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Because it's kind of like a, what was that old movie with Medusa? Uh, Flash the Titan. So you had like claymation and stuff. Well, uh-huh. you had you had Willow, and it was kind of like, what's going on here? And then random claymation fight. I was like, oh, this doesn't really fit, but you know, I'm into it. You know what I'm talking about? Because <laughs> yeah. that was the era of like Werewolf in uh, Paris, where they even had a scene like that in the movie where he turned when they morphed into something, and it had. Uh, you remember that? Yeah. I'm- yeah, I prefer the original American World from London, Paris. Is that what? It was? I'm sorry, I don't. Well, yeah, no, American World from Paris was was there. The only thing that was decent about it was Julie Delpy, but then she gets hairy, so she gets hairy. You know, like, hey, she's well, a French woman who gets sure? hairy, huh? Yeah, what, what's the subtext there? Yeah, look at look at Jason. He's really focused on doing oh, this. It's, it's really funny. So, oh, damn it! Don't you hate it when you don't you hate it when you uh, try to do a screenshot and. It goes like 10 seconds after what you want to do. Drives me That's because you have a poor phone. It's slow. Okay, right. well, move, moving on from move that. On. We can't wait to see what, yeah, what Jason comes up here. with me. For here. We can talk about uh, uh, some local stuff okay. today, too. So uh, coming up on June 29th, so in just a couple of weeks, uh, they're going to be opening the Big Rivers Water Park near New Caney. <laughs> It's the uh, the latest thing, you know, they got the big amusement park. Oh, they finally plant. did it. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's got a, a big rivers, has a wave pool, lazy river, slides, what's called the gator splash. So that's going to be a lot of fun. They've already gotten the, the speedway and the RV park there. So, I mean, they're really adding to it. So that's in East Montgomery County. But uh, this Saturday, 8 o'clock in the morning, you know how yesterday we were talking about booster clubs that they need, we need to do anyone outside of athletics have booster clubs? Yeah. The Conroe. FFA, Future Farmers of America, has a booster club, and they are having a garage sale and car wash. Are they selling tractors and stuff? Yes, they are. On my daughter's uh, FFA. Are she selling tractors and stuff? No, but she's grooming her horse. So yes, my daughter has a horse. You'd be a great booster. 
is my uh, brother lives in Liberty, and he was saying that the uh, the most expensive thing going on around there is hay because of the the, the rain problems they've been having over there. Is what? Hay. Hay. Like getting local hay. Hay. Because everyone kind of depended on each other to get, like, to provide yeah. hay to the other farms. I just but wanted to say now hay they have again. to, like, ship them in. Oh, okay. So maybe future farms in America could, should uh, go around Montgomery and just getting some hay. Some what? Hay. Hay. There was this, uh, uh, you remember AOL? Jason, uh, you can't talk until you find this thing. I, I, you I, literally I, spent yeah. like three minutes I've explaining to it. it. And you yeah. haven't been able to find well, it. Let me so. just finish off. So the, the garage sale and car wash, 8 o'clock Saturday morning at the Conroe High School. So this is uh, raise funds for FFA. Go there. Go do it. And then also, I think, uh, in a couple of weekends, over at the Owen Theater, we've got a new play coming up. The, is that what that is? Yeah, the musical comedy murders of 1940, if memory serves. Oh, yeah. Ah, and look, Rick the Reluctant Cowboy's in here with us, too. He's he's, oh, he's slumming it for this morning. You're good. I got you. Good. All right. Now I'm on. How you doing? Good morning. All right, guys. I was going to bring breakfast tacos, but I heard that he brought some, he was going to bring hamburgers, so I didn't stop and get tacos for you guys. Jason, uh, and of course, we ended up with nothing. Nothing. Oh, I brought with the guns. Uh, oh. I was going to bring you a shirt. And well, one thing, uh, another local deal. This, I love how we're like sporadically doing local stuff. If you're a veteran in the Conroe area, there's a free legal clinic for veterans uh, happening on Saturday, June 16th. The clinic will be held at the Conroe VA Outpatient Clinic at the uh, 690 Loop, South Loop, 336 West Conroe from 9 a.m. until noon. No appointments are necessary. The clinic is a public service of the Montgomery County Bar Association and the Houston Northwest Bar Association. Ooh, the Woodlands Bar Association and the Houston Bar Association. <laughs> so there you go. If you uh, need free legal advice for veterans, uh, it's on Saturday, June 16th, with his, which is tomorrow from 9 a.m. till noon at the Conroe VA Outpatient Clinic. Jason, you probably need to go there. Oh, yeah. I feel a lot of Me Too things coming your way. So you got to be able to protect that, buffer that. Especially with the picture we just uh, were, that that I just found. Did you find? Did you see it? All right, let me see. So uh, there's this uh, follow-up uh, movie called, uh, to The Hills Have Eyes called The Hills Have Eyes Two. <laughs> oh man! Oh my leather face or something? No, that that's the other one. Uh, <laughs> I'm checking it out. Okay, okay. good, good. I'll, I'll show. Uh... Just, just sneak it to the layers. I mean, kinda. It, I mean, it looks I mean he looks like, like a mutant. That's what he's trying yeah. to. It, it looks like he could actually have been in that. Like, like it's a oh, costume yeah, view. Yeah. It's a costume view. There you go. Yeah, I can go with that. I've been told. Apparently, there's some Disney. <laughs> <laughs> there's some Disney Channel TV show that takes place in a school, and I apparently look like one of the teachers in that. Uh, I got to figure. I have no idea. Just someone was. Oh my god! I thought you were. I don't on the watch show. Disney. Don't look at me. Actually, what's so funny now, Rick, is you don't know if you're watching Disney or not because they like they own like three fourths of everything. I'm telling you, they own a lot, lot more than three fourths. Mm -hmm. Was the show called "Don't Touch Me" or <laughs> <laughs> "No Touching"? <laughs> I'll find, yeah, I'll find that one. Did I tell you about watching the Book of Henry? Did I tell you about this? Which one's the Book of Henry? It's a movie. No, yeah. uh, has Naomi Watts in it. Now, the, I, it was on HBO, and I was I always wanted to see it because. When the movie came out, so many reporters were saying, this is one of those movies is as you're watching it, you don't believe the plot is what it is because it's so out of control. So the premise of the movie is this Naomi Watts has two sons. One of the sons is a genius. It's a typical movie, first 30 minutes. They show you how much of a genius he is. He's doing her taxes. He's helping the mom make money. 
and all this kind of whatever stuff. Well, the kid dies. Okay, it's not a spoiler. Turns out the neighbor was being abused by her father, and unfortunately for the Henry, the the boy, the father is like the police commissioner, so he can never find like get evidence, and like he told parents, parents didn't believe him, even though he's like the smartest kid at the school. Well, anyway, he leaves a book, and this book is a like thirty page explanation of how to murder him to get away with it because he feels there's no other answer to help her wow. her, her friend. And guess what Naomi Watts does? She listens to a 12-year-old kid to murder the police commissioner. And I kid you, there's a scene in the movie where she buys this illegal sniper rifle because he knows where to get the illegal firearms that's untraceable. The 12-year-old kid. Does. The 12-year-old kid No, oh, he's does. a genius. He's a genius. Yeah, see, that's, right. I was like, oh, Is don't he, forget, he's a okay. genius. He has connections. I was about to say, no, tell me this. Tell me they did not put him on the autism spectrum. Because well, that's just see, a Hollywood well, go-to. No, no, like you it, need a kid with special abilities. It, it's strange because the first 30, 40 minutes is like this typical Hollywood movie or like how smart he is. And they're like, Henry, why don't we put you in a special school? And he's all like, well, my mom wants me to have a regular development with people my age. You know, whatever. Well, the greatest, the greatest scene in the movie was he left her an audio book almost, like going through the book and like helping her. And she's shooting this like high caliber sniper rifle at a target. And he's like, all right, mom, just breathe. Sick, visualize the target. I'm like, so this 12 year old kid is telling this woman to shoot this guy in the head. And it's like, you talked about like where to shoot him and like crazy stuff. And this is supposed to be a kid's movie. Well, the the question is, does she kill him or not? Uh Gotta watch the book of Henry. So, the book of Henry. So, your explanation of autism to, to cover it, I was thinking the funnier thing would be, you know, she adopted an Asian, but uh, well, he had a, <laughs> well, no, he had a brain tumor. And that was like, oh, is that what made him smart? Uh, uh okay. Well, so that's, that's like what phenomenon. Makes you, that's what makes you climb tower. No, phenomenon climb gave him superpowers. Well, yeah, but it's a tumor again that did it. The, it, the only thing it does is make you climb towers and shoot people from a distance. Is that Peace what happened to the Peace guy? Peace is that what, the UT guy? Yeah. 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 He had a tumor. Or something. I remember that. I wasn't even around for that. There you go. Well, Back in San Diego in the 70s, this girl had a brain tumor who was... Just went psycho? Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Was that the one that did the school? Yeah. Boomtown yeah. Rats. Yeah, Boomtown Rats wrote the song, I Don't Like Mondays, because when they got her and they asked, you know, basically, why did you shoot up the school? Has, has any of these horrible tragedies been, like, recently, in the past 20 years, been because of that? Uh, probably. Or is that more of, like, no psychological depression or something the one like with that? the, uh, the uh, teacher. Were they even talk about You think they even would mention that, you think? Uh, but like, he, to, like say the kid that recently went to that Parkland shooting, like they finally realized he had tumors and like it did stuff to him like those other people. Do you think they would even mention that now today in today's news? I would like to think so, but I doubt it. You remember the one with the teacher that ended up uh, being a uh, uh, undercover police officer mm-hmm. and it really wasn't a tumor? Wait a second. Oh, what? We had a switcheroo? Yeah. You remember that the, the teacher from and he had this Austrian is accent. Is this a movie? Or is he was this... like, it's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew there was going to be a yeah, there's punchline uh, somewhere. I, I liked that. it. Hey, I liked yeah. it. Yeah. I liked it. Well, Jason's carrying on the the motif we were talking about, like movies that start off one way but then veer wildly. So we got yeah, I got, I got a little well, mixed the up book, there. The Book of Henry. <laughs> oh, what, I like Tag. You, you were talking about Tag. So there's no, what are that. other movies? There's one called Audition, which I love. It's a Japanese movie. And it starts That's off. That's because you're really weird. Into the, well, yeah. no. Here's, he here's, it starts subtitles. off as a, as a romantic comedy. Okay. You like reading while watching things? Yeah, right. Someone yesterday was like, Yeah, I love Lord of the Rings, uh, I, I, but I haven't watched any of them yet. And I said, You mean 
read, right? Oh, no, they're books? Uh, <laughs> oh, it killed me. But Audition starts off with uh, this father. His wife dies in childbirth, so he raises his son alone. And for You know, the son finally goes off to college, and he's like, Dad, you got to go out there and, and meet a woman. You know, I, you, you've raised me. Love you. Bye. And so the guy gets with his best friend, and, and his best friend talks him into, hey, we'll hold fake auditions for a movie, and that way you get to find out all about these women. You p- get to pick your favorite. So that's what they do. And unfortunately, the woman he picks is a total raving psycho. And from that point, it goes off to this horrible torture movie where he's just, where she, when she finds out she's been lied to, and it goes from romantic comedy to this. Like she's taking off fingernails. Sounds like uh, my ex-girlfriends. Piano wire and foot. And we'll just, Uh, needles and eyeballs. It's just insane. Isn't that Again, you're really weird. Yeah. Well, but then we have Cinderella Man. The the Clint Eastwood Russell movie with Freya? what's her name? Oh, no, yeah. no, what, yeah. uh, the, the boxer. The uh, no, a million dollar baby, not Cinderella. Million dollar baby. Yeah, no, million dollar baby where she's a boxer and you know and that's the whole thing. It, it's oh, I'm the first female boxer who's going to do this, and then it turns into a whose life is it anyways thing where she wants to die. And uh, last broadcast, there was a lot. It was one of those found footage movies that came out right around the same time as uh, Blair Witch Project. Same basic premise. People die. They're trying to use the footage to put it together. And three quarters of the way through, you find out who the killer is. And the movie suddenly stops from being a found footage movie to where a normal movie where you see what he does. Now, isn't that, isn't there a name, a specific name for something uh, like that? Like, okay, so uh, uh, if, if there's like uh, some type of uh, issue or, or some type of uh, antagonism uh, going on in a movie, and then something wildly random fixes it, it's called the Deus Ex Machina. Deus Ex Machina. Uh-huh. Machina okay, right. right like, God uh, in the Machine. God, yeah, like Magnolia. Mm-hmm. Frogs jump out of the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's, that's what fixes everything. I don't know why. The entire third season of Star Trek. All right. Oh, my God, we're all going to die unless... Wait, Spock, don't Vulcans have the ability to levitate their bodies, transport yeah. through time, and juggle right. with one hand tied behind their back? Yes, Jim, but it requires immense concentration. Well, you've got to do it, man. So, yeah. So, isn't there something that, that describes this type of device, uh, a complete bl- uh, plot change? I'm sure there is, and you'd think I would know that, yeah. but I don't. <sighs> I know. Well, there's a Romana Clay, which is a mixture of fact and fiction, like the Seven Percent Solution, where Sigmund Freud goes to. I mean, Sherlock Holmes goes to Sigmund Freud. Uh, then you got Cinema Verite, which is like almost mockumentary. Why are you saying all these things that it's not what he's trying to find? I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get the juices flowing. Well, I just think your credibility was shot down. And you're trying to make up for it. That's what I think. I do want to say this before you go. Congratulations to Sean. Yeah, congratulations Great, to you, Sean. Oh, man, getting the award for oh, the Oh, well, I the didn't get the award. The Woodlands Township got right, the award. Got we'll the talk award. about it when we come Are back. Are you tired of people awful. taking credit for you? I would be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Congratulations. Good You're job. listening to Morning's Alone Star. We'll be right back. How can I try to explain? Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. But I have to go away. I know I have to go. 
Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com. Man, boring mu- music, dude. That is, that is really... Hey, I, I want a dad oh, life dude. or something, but yeah. Yeah, that is. Well, all the other songs he, he wanted to do were like weird pseudo daddy, daddy's girl oh, kind of thing. Happy it's, baby daddy day. Happy baby daddy day. Happy baby daddy day. Okay. We, can, we can't play it here because it's got some language in it, but it's... Uh, you mean English or what? <laughs> yes. It has some English words that I don't think we're allowed to say. You had mentioned a couple. I mean, uh, in fact, I just found Aerosmith. out the, the it was a duet that did it, and the girl who's in the duet she went on to get a career uh, as a blogger and an MTV host, and she died a few years ago. Hmm. So yeah, sorry, didn't mean to bring anyone down with that one, but wow, yeah, but yeah, there are much better songs than there are much better songs than this one. Cool. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star here at IrelandStar.com. Monday through Friday, if people didn't know that, uh, from 9 to 11. Joining us right now is Jason from Connor Coffee and Rick the Reluctant Cowboy from Afternoons with Lone Star. Okay, what makes you reluctant? I was reluctant to be a cowboy. So what forced it? Music. My, yeah. my, I, I opened my eyes. I opened my ears and I became... Uh, he drank the Texas Kool-Aid. Yeah, man. I did, dude. I became a Texan. Isn't that called uh, Shiner Bach? Yeah, yeah. It's called a really good Texas whiskey. You know, yeah, <laughs> it, just, right. it really gets into you. So off the air, we were talking and, and trying to keep the conversation going about uh, what you call it when a movie has that radical mm-hmm. shift. Uh, now, even Brett, uh, I know you popped up here saying that even what you all you can think of is a radical shift in the plot. And Rick came up with plot twist, and that. Sort of covers it, but you can have a plot twist or a radical shift in plot, and then it doesn't affect the entire movie. I mean, where the music changes and everything changes as a result. There's got to be a phrasing for it. I will find out. There's got to be. There's well, he looked be. it up. You know, our shirtless guy here Googled it. and uh, You went on the Googles? Yeah. He couldn't find anything. Wikipedia. So, you remember Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. And you remember... Back in the day, thinking, "Wow, that would be a really good concept of having an encyclopedia online that you could that anyone could alter." Well, now back then, it wasn't anyone could alter; it was just the people that worked for uh, mm. the Hitchhiker's Guide could alter it. But uh, you pretty much could update it in any any way whatsoever. And then you realize, like, yeah, I mean, it really makes a lot of sense. There's so many planets, so many things out there that there's and there's only so much room in uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide that. The Earth is relegated to harmless. Harm- yeah, yeah, harmless from mostly and then, harmless. And then the update is mostly harmless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it makes a lot of sense, but it doesn't now because we have expanding servers, so we can put as much as we possibly could. On well, it's our- like the old Star Trek thing. Our technology is surpassing what we saw in 23rd century Star Trek technology back in the 60s. So they're having to, like, retrofit to... It's more about social issues Except now. Except the flying cars. I want a flying car. Right. I'm telling you. Well, it's Rick, not, Rick, that'd be Darwinism. Come on, man. Think about people driving today. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is Darwinism at its Why would we no. want to give people no. flying cars? It, uh, if you're Asian, you cannot have a flying car. <laughs> okay. No, no. It's, it's, it, is, it would be Im- improper. You couldn't do that. Improper. Okay, so, improper. So the issue isn't, the issue isn't that the, uh, is the, it's not, don't blame the gun. Don't blame the car. It's the person. It's the people. They're crappy. Is that cars. what Rick's saying? No. No, that's a, okay. a yeehaw thing. Uh, Anyways, <laughs> so... You don't blame the car. You blame the person that drives the car, right? That's that fun. that that doesn't pay attention. That's that's old and decrepit and crazy, and and or or just you know, grew up in some way that that makes them feel like they own the road. So okay, people are crappy drivers, and there are some great drivers. Uh, 
It's the same thing with pilots. You know, there's probably some great, uh, there's probably a lot of great pilots there because this, the, the testing to become a pilot is probably pretty stringent, mm -hmm. right? Much more so than the driver's license because, you know, when your car breaks down, you don't drop out of the sky. So, I mean, when your eyes like that, you can't see how. Oh my how gosh. <laughs> so Rick bringing it to morning. Man, I'm telling you. <clears throat> so when you make, when you automate, when you automate flying, when you automate a flying car so that you just say point A to point B, this is where I want to go, and it does it for you. You eliminate it all. You eliminate it. Do you think that's why there is such a push for the Tesla cars and the Google cars that are self-driving kind of? No, because people are lazy, too. Not yeah. only are they bad drivers, they're really lazy. I mean, they've already hit, you know, a few people in self-driving cars. Right, but actually, Dick and I talked about that. Uh, there are 4,000 people a year killed by cars, hit by mm -hmm. cars. In in what, in Montgomery County? No, in the United States, <laughs> yeah, right? But so so that's 1,000 every quarter. Every three months, there's 1,000. And how many have been hit by uh, automated? Uh, automated? Well, they just, Two. But, okay, now, now, is that because... Months. Is that because there's so few of them out there right now? Now it's news. It's you know, a good dog bites man is not news. Man dies, bites dog. No news outlet will talk about the five thousand airplanes that land safely today. Yeah, you know they're waiting for the one to crash mm -hmm. or something. And so again, five thousand people a year hit by cars and killed. Yeah, and that's but the killed. only two that's that we it? and that's killed. Yeah, that's killed. Right. How killed. about how about auto uh, autopilot uh, vehicles? Do they? Did they only announce ones that they kill or did yeah. they announce ones that they hit? No, even if it, no, because there was one that ran into a cop car. Right, so. No one killed, no one hurt, no one killed. But you saw it in news. news. But it was, news. No, but it is news because you know about it. It was top of the headlines yeah. because, oh. Yeah. But, you know, tons of people smashed Well, that recent one also. where that autopilot guy died, it was because his hands were off the wheels. They determined that after doing the crash well, sites. And stuff. then also you take one, auto, well, one uh, autopilot uh, vehicle and it's trying to maneuver around all kinds of randomness. There's too much randomness. Mm -hmm. But then you take every single vehicle, like 90% of the vehicles are autopilot, and they're moving around themselves. Then it's the random person that has to watch out for the autopilot because the autopilots know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. you know, and they're, they're communicating with each other. And they're like, oh, okay, there's a traffic stop way the heck up there. So we need to slow down five vehicles back. Whereas the person that's you know driving manually doesn't think that. you know, And, and it, the autopilot by itself has to look at the car in front of it when there's an entire network of it all, it'll, it'll just be, you know, well, nice that, and easy. That first fatality that the, the female bicyclist got hit and killed, they determined she was in the dark, in the middle mm -hmm. of the road, nowhere near a crosswalk. She was in the wrong, but the, the car and the company with the car and the driver were blamed. Right. Yeah. The, did, she, what, did she cross perpendicular to the vehicle or did she... Was she parallel uh, driving? In, no, she was crossing perpendicular. Yeah, and, and so it's, it's the same thing like uh, when people say uh, pedestrians have the right of way. Yes, they do. In a crosswalk. No. No, they do at every, in every, every single situation except when they don't allow you the opportunity to be able to stop. You, they don't have the right of way if they jump right in front of you. If you don't have enough time to, to, to uh, stop, uh, avoid hitting them, then how can they have the right of way? Just like uh, in a fender bender. The person who hits the person in front of you, you're responsible for that. You hit them. Mm -hmm. uh, except Even though they may have put on their brakes. Oh, no, 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 it, no. That's no. actually changed to where. That's that's a criminal. That, see, because if you're trying to cause an accident, that, that and I'm not an attorney. I have no idea, but I'm pretty sure about this. If you try to cause an accident. Well, you're Asian, aren't you? Oh, gosh. Well, you should know this stuff. going there. <laughs> hey, I want to hey. give a shout out to Amy, who's uh, listening mm. to us from New Hampshire today. Right on, Amy. Yeah. We crossed state lines. Much like Rick 
was accused of knowing many years well, we are ago, on the, we're not we are on the internet the, the internets yeah but yeah we're on the googles we're on the in the interwebs and uh yeah but actually you know someone, jason met lee on the internet like uh, yes i know 2001 remember aol chat rooms mm-hmm. she was trolling she was on the asians uh, uh asian love or something like that that's so what were you. Yeah, well, 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 yeah. And okay. <laughs> you can't judge her on this one because right. you were there also. It's too late. She's already judged. I'm going to. Oh, man. Mm. No, actually, I do have a question for you about that. What, when you were on there, were you just wasting time or were you actually searching for somebody? Oh, oh I was looking for. Some, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, what? My 20s? Oh, yeah, I was out there trolling. So you were looking for single. love in all the wrong places? Yeah, well, you were trolling or you really then. were, like, were you tindering kind of thing? Yeah, tindering, whatever it's called. Whatever lands in your lap. Whatever you, you kids call it now, you know, we, we, we call it back then and as ASL. He was looking for something. Age, sex, location. You remember that? You don't remember that? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> I got in trouble because I was, like, 13. I was doing that. What? Uh, <laughs> well, my brother, my brother is older than I am. He's, like, I think, about five years older. But he always showed me everything that he was doing with a computer because I was, like, interested in learning about computers. And then also became the dark web kind of side to it. And that's what I was like, oh, what's this? Oh, what's that? And then, uh, yeah. Oh, little dicky shishula. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I always wondered about that because – you know, especially in today's, it's normal to go online to find a companion. And traditionally... Yeah, a lot of the stigmas down. Like, I met, I, I, I would say I met Holly in the traditional sense, like, through friends, but it wasn't online. Had no idea who she was until I met her in person. But then, thankfully, online, I could look her up and be like, oh, she's a real person. These are the, She's not just some psycho woman. Well, I mean, eh, that's up for debate. I met but, my wife on Match.com. You see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm really interested in because you make that choice. I'm going to try here. And mm -hmm. to me, it's almost safer to do that today. Oh, yeah. And because Instead of going to a bar, you're not wasting know you, time. Yeah. Or, right. Unless that's all you're looking for. Who even goes to bars to do that? Oh, it still happens. Oh, Montgomery County. Still. I went on a date with a person I met at a bar. Well, I met my second wife online. I, my, I, mean, I, I met my third wife in a bar. And so, I, was, I was on a date with someone else. That's typical of you, though. Yeah, right. Horn dog. Mr. <laughs> Horndog to you, yeah. In my youth. In my youth. That's pretty funny. But so you got Match, you got AOL, and you got just through friendship, right? Which one? Your, your the <laughs> recent one, the one that matters right now. Yes, uh, summer camp. Summer camp when you were Back what? Back in the 80s. When you were a counselor or? Yes, we were both counselors for Jerry's kids. MDA summer camp. Yeah, no comment. Uh, yeah, Dead air. That is, that, well, that's a weird name for <laughs> camp. It is. It was the MDA summer camp, Mustard Free Association summer camp. Okay. Was well, it Jerry's camp? I don't know who Jerry's Jerry, kids. Jerry, Lew oh. Jerry Lewis, who was the spokesman for. Oh, okay. I mean, that's a long time ago, man. I know, right? It was 1986, 86. Okay. I've never met a person with muscular dystrophy. Okay. What exactly is that like? Almost like a, a. It's a degenerative muscle condition, which um, has as the the range of it can go from where you almost don't see it. Uh, the best way to describe it is almost like it's a physical version of when I say autism. You know, the spectrum is just so broad. You can have someone who just you can barely tell, or someone who's just completely, you know, wheeled. You can't move on their own. Can't do anything on their own. Okay, so what is it uh, when you? Uh Lack oxygen when you're when you're born and and you end up uh, oh what the heck is that called and it 
down? No, that's no. not that. No, it's not from lack uh, of oxygen. Uh, when you're born, right when you're born, you and and you and you, the oxygen's cut off. Sometimes you're 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 born with. I can't th- I can't think of what this is. Uh, well, it wouldn't be mustard dysentery though. Yeah, it'd be something else. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's called like cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. Right. Is it kind of the same? Does it look the same physically? If it's like a really bad case of mustard uh, no, dysentery? No, because to me, cerebral palsy palsy. From what I've seen, there are just kind of markers. It's almost like Down syndrome. You can just from uh, physical markers get a sense of it. With muscular dystrophy, um, the advanced ones, you know, yeah, it, you look like um, like Stephen Hawking. Yeah, you know, yeah. So that, but there, but there are many who, you know, a lot of them can't walk. Oh, this one kid, I can't remember his name, but he, when I say he overcame it, he like he couldn't walk. He had no strength, and he just got in this bodybuilding program best he could to where he could walk again. And stuff is very uh there's a comedian who had cerebral palsy and mm-hmm. i can't remember his name offhand i don't have my oh, it's a female one too because she uh she mm-hmm. in the 80s she got popular and she actually played right. one of the sisters of one of the gals in that tv show the facts of life right right so the fact that the, the hot one blair or something her sister had cerebral palsy and she was you know, uh hidden away the uh, breaking bad the son uh is is an actor with cerebral palsy but not it's 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 I mean, he, he manages pretty well yeah. Well, there you go. So we went from how Skippy met his fourth wife to <laughs> cerebral palsy and facts we, of life did, guest stars. Did we, did we post Skippy's uh, 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 acting picture from the Hills of Eyes? I'm okay. going to make that my, my official headshot now for when I go out on auditions. <laughs> that, that wouldn't be right. I, I, I'm sorry. You know. Hey, if the talent doesn't sell it, then the photo <laughs> yeah, won't. Okay. No, you're right there. Did you do any acting when you were uh, in uh, Southern California, yeah. Rick? Yeah. What'd you do? I did. I did commercial and I did stage acting. Since I was 16, I've been doing it. So if we were going to find Rick on online in some old, in your youth as far as acting, what, what would you be looking for? Uh, I did West Side Story. I, I'm Shakespeare. I did. Uh, no, I mean online. Like how online. can we find you online? Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. We'll look. Okay. All right. Well, Dick was freaking out when he found my IMDb uh, profile uh, the other day. Yeah, I changed some of the stuff. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, right on. Got to anytime. I said mutant in the hills of eyes too. Yeah, when I did anime, <laughs> you know, became a god in my niece's eyes. Yeah. She's like, it was my uncle. He's, he did anime. He did Xenosaga. So there Hey bingo. All right. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we need to bring back Skippy Bingo. I know, I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, yeah. because Jake disappeared. We're gonna take a quick break. We're going to find out something to talk to so we can close out the show. Man, I got lots to talk about. Okay, well, great. We've got two opinionated guys here. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be right back. Eat it. Easy. You're still young. That's your fault. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. I was once like you are now. And I know that it's not easy to be calm when you found something going on. But take your time, 
think a lot I think of everything you've got But you will still be here tomorrow But your dreams may not How can I try to explain all right, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Hanging out in the studio. We got Rick the Relax Cowboy, Jason from Conroe Coffee. And, of course, Skippy and I hanging out in the studio. Brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. And you have some things you wanted to talk about, and we're going to, like, get bounce some ideas off, all this kind of yeah, cool we're stuff. Yeah, kind of, we're kind of squirrel today, We're all, which is great. We're all over the map. But there's some uh, some headlines, and uh, as you pointed out, we got a couple of great opinionated guys here, uh, which is awesome because we can get some great conversation going. So Congress, the House has passed this bill, and now it's on its way to the Senate. And the bill was passed by a voice vote mm-hmm. to ban child sex robots. Our, our Congress. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is that just the line, or is it saying, like— Robots that resemble that, a childlike yeah, figure. Yeah, <laughs> basically, robots designed for sex that are children. designed to look like children. Okay. Or well, I, I think it's a good idea because if you don't do that, they'll grow up to be I think it's adult a sex idea. toys. Then it's. I think it's a fantastic idea. Well, first of all, I, I found it funny that it was a voice yeah. vote, so there's yeah. nothing recorded. But basically, you didn't want to be the one guy going nay. All those in favor, aye. Aye. Any of those, nay. So what? Who? What was? What was the? Uh, like what? What was the reason behind all this? Uh, probably somebody got caught and was like, "Is this wrong or right? We don't know. Let's vote on it." But, but see, that's that's robot. the thing because you know you talk about gateways and stuff. Does it enable? Because there are two. Is this of a thought. preemptive strike for AI so we don't look bad when mm. they take over and like <laughs> yeah. see they voted? Hey, we didn't want to take advantage. Well, no, of robot because kids. adult sex robots are a okay. It's, okay, it's so, the, then, but, so then what defines an adult sex robot versus a child sex the, robot? The, the resemblance. Not know, the age. No, not the age of the robot, but the resembled because, you know, age. The, the, when you say a child sex robot, that means, you know, different things in different states. Yes. You know? No, a, a and, robot designed to look like a child designed for sexual purposes. I wonder, what, child, I wonder what, what, what the first case would be is they get caught or whatever, and then it's like, I didn't know she was 13. Yeah. I, I mean, she looked 19 to me. Or, or okay, yeah, you go from state to state. Now, all of a sudden, this state allows for uh, uh, consensual sex under yeah, the certain... That's, but that's great. state line with a robot. You well, know that's a gray area, too, because he's like, oh, they're just a small person. I'm, okay, in a, so, I'm into small people. Uh, yeah. The well, question this is, is person. This Congress is, yeah. spent money on this. Congress spent money on this. So... So, but is it is the money? Are you now the implication they, they, I'm getting is that money ill spent in your I, eyes? I believe so. Why? Okay. Well, I, well, because it was poorly it was poorly researched. Now, it, it, we're doing more research than they have. Just just from the first ten seconds, we're like, okay, well, cross state lines. What's that mean? Uh, Dick is already saying if it's a it, oh well, it, it resembles a little person, a young little person. Well, then you know it's not a child. It's just well, I'm robot. trying to it's figure out where the law because you know. You create a law to be able to prosecute people in a mm-hmm. sense of, like, is it actually going to be followed out? Like, will they go to jail or will they be fined or whatever? Well, just like and, the law in Arizona that it, it's but no, illegal no, to have but, five dildos. Well, so this isn't <laughs> You can have dildo <laughs> police? I mean— <laughs> Well, I mean, I figure that's just, like, a, one of those things, like, oh, by the way, we opened your trunk. You had nothing in your car but these five things. You're going to have to go to jail. Uh, but no, remember, no, this isn't, like, the law—they didn't pass a law that— prohibited citizens from owning one the 
act that was passed that's on its way to the Senate is that you can't provide one. You can't create one. Yeah, yeah. yeah but so, I so, know, but it's so like— we, 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 You seem to be talking about, well, what if Bob crosses state lines? Doesn't matter. It's not a law well, against all, Bob. But then on top of that, you go—you have to have a reported, like, actual— evidence of intent of doing this because i can create a robot factory and say yeah they're they're small people yeah yeah so you, you can't you can't go out and advertise that this is a small child sex robot you can say this is a small person sex robot no there are always ways around but here's the thing if it, uh, in law there is the if it walks and talks like a duck and quacks like a duck then it's a duck oh in law there's you, also a well if the law is poorly passed the supreme court's gonna go well that's that's stupid because anyone can, anyone can say anything else about it and so no I'm going to strike down this law. So, do we believe that the that child I'm resembling you. sex robots should be available for pedophiles? Uh, no, no, okay. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying, you're saying you're that talking people, about you're talking about the provider, not the consumer, in this law. Yeah. Now you're saying mm -hmm. that that everybody here, that everybody in the U.S. who who dates people that are underage in Texas. Is a pedophile, but in, in mm -hmm. or Oklahoma, it's a different story because their their age limit is, is even lower. And then marriage, you don't have to even have any, any age. And then you can marry a little baby uh, with, with with a parent's consent in the U.S. And you don't know this. Not in every state. Oh, in most states that have that have no age limit, as long as you have uh, uh, the consent of the parents, you can marry someone super under age. Yeah, yeah. Look that one up there. And and. The the uh, uh, defense against statutory rape is marriage. It's ridiculous. It's really bad. Mm -hmm. And but you no, know, we're worried about gay marriage though. I mean, that's really bad too. You know, versus little kids getting getting uh, sold off by their parents and well, yeah, and, and so you so keeping on that target. Uh, and I guess yeah, like Alabama. Looking at Alabama, their minimum marriage is sixteen, but for the past, it could be fourteen due to like the parents. Yeah. Well, let's assume that they're talking. Uh, I can look in the details on this, but let's say robots under the age that resemble someone under the age of thirteen. Okay. Let's let's say where there's not a state in the union that would allow marriage of a thirteen. Why would you want to have sex with a robot anyway? And there is a because well, here's hey, the thing. Hey, the the original the original market for that was. Well, this gives them a safe outlet so they don't go after the real kids. Well, I mean, but we're talking about provide. We're talking about manufacturing it, and I think this. To me, when I'm when I would see this on paper and see the amount of people and how much money we spent, I think it's one of those things that at least we did. We we could say we did something, but you can easily get around it. You can easily look at it negatively or positively because we're just saying, hey, you can't provide it. We're not saying you can't have it. You can't provide it. So the providers well, go. Well, next what I think well, would be possession of. Well, so what they're not doing that now. They're really what they're doing is, hey, if, when you're making these things, just don't say it's a kid. Just say it's a small person or say it's a young pop star, 18. And yeah, and just say that. And then that way anyone anyone can have one, and we're not going to spend any more time on this because we don't care. It's a robot. And I think that's probably why they did it. Well, would, a, would a child like so sex anything, robot be an effective tool to combat pedophilia? Well, you wouldn't call it that. You just say it's a it's a it's a uh, no. I'm just saying like on paper yeah, you say I'm one thing. Legality, uh, You're talking about my psychiatrist goes, Richard. You have an issue. We might have a solution for your problem with pedophilia. Here's this robot. Her name is Susie. And they were like, well, yeah, I'm not going any more into this play, this role play here. But uh, but no, I think your your argument is completely separate from this other thing. I think that might be a good idea. You should never knock it until you try it in a sense of is it going to help this person. You know, are you trying to suppress his their feelings? 
Well, well, I'm not. That's why I'm wondering what, in effect, to me, but it's almost like, um, was it offering methadone to get off of heroin, heroin or something? It's like, does that? Well, you're also you're also talking you're also talking about a percentage of people that's so small, it'd be hard to figure out if that's like even any way results in a good way. Because, I mean, how many pedophiles do you think there are in this world? Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> oh, a lot. Oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm Look mistaken. up the sex offender database yeah. and see who how many live So when you say you. a lot, you mean like a million No, 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 no. Sex offenders are one yeah, thing. Yeah, but I mean, it, it'll, tell, it'll break, break it down, down into a... And these are people that were convicted of pedophilia. So you think it's like a million people? I, I can't give you a number, but I'm telling you it's huge. Now, now, pedophilia... Let's look it up. What, what's the difference? There's, there's like different words. Not, and by the way, folks listening out there, that's bad. Bad stuff. Pedophilia is bad, bad. Very much so. Now, if pedophilia uh, covers a certain age, and then so when you're like 16, you know, if, if you're some 18-year-old uh, dating a 16-year-old and you get busted for statutory rape, it's because the 16-year-old's parents uh, were really going after you. you know, that is correct. You guys correct. were in high school. But, but uh, that's not pedophilia. When you're 18, yes, you're, it can be considered that. Which, no, no, no. Uh, pedophilia, yeah. there's a different word for it. But it's not pedophilia. <laughs> Having sex with an underage child. That's the very definition of pedophilia. Very definition. Uh, look it up. Because well, no, I'm looking at right now. It's the psychiatric or disorder in which an adult or older adolescent experiences a primary or exclusive sexual attraction to prepubescent. A 16-year-old is not prepubescent. No? Yeah. Yeah. So that's really, really bad. Now, when you have 18 and 16 year olds dating, that's two years off, you know, that we're talking. We're, but we're, the problem with that, let's, let's talk about that, because okay. I know somebody who who did. Hey, do you think this is a good conversation to have on the air? Well, it Why kind not? of took off. Yeah, more it went weird. OK, we okay. can change the subject for sure. Oh, Skippy, congratulations. Well, not you, <laughs> but I do want to get this out. Oh, the, yeah. The uh, um, Woodlands Parks and Recreation. Yeah, Woodlands Township Parks and Recreation Department. Twice a year, they put on a, a festival called Arts in the Park, one in the spring, one in the summer. The last three years, the summer one, uh, my theater, Upstage Theater, along with the Woodland Symphony Orchestra, have put on Shakespearean productions there. Mm. And uh, for the one we did that you were in just Romeo a few months Juliet. ago, Romeo and Juliet, the one that they laughed at because we stuck in the disco era, won a class two level award for the Township Parks and Recreation Department at the Texas Association of Parks and Recreation Departments. For, uh, I'm trying to remember what the actual name of the award was. Let me look it up. But it's a significant award. Kudos to you and, and everything. To, that is to the that cast, is. Well, the crew. Yeah. See, the, you know what my problem with awards are? Mm. The next time, is it going to be as good? There's going to be an immense on. amount of pressure. Okay. Was there a national ceremony? Did, did you get to? A, yeah, they gave it to him. Say, hey, this is it. Now we're taking it back and it's going in. I was in a meeting and they said, oh, by the way, we won this huge honking award. So there was no music. You can even come on and go, F this person. It's kind of weird not to call you. Just well, saying. It, was, it, was, it wasn't just us. I'm saying a lot of things. Went, the, the festival in itself won the were award. Were you the director of the festival? No, I was. No, the, the director of the, the festival is put on by the Township Parks and Recreation Department. This is different, like, from the McConroe Shakespeare Festival. Okay. This was Parks and Recreation. This is their thing. Arts in the Park they've had for many okay. years. We just happened to be the show. So I'm okay with them not letting you know because it seems right. like yeah. you're, you're unimportant. Yeah, so why did you the, even take a picture with it? Arts and you Humanities Award. No, they, they said, oh, take your picture with it. It was the Arts and Humanities <laughs> Award. And then he had to post it. it you know, yeah. So what, what actually did you do then? He directed. I directed the show 
that brought a lot of people to the festival to watch because without us, there wouldn't have been much of a Shakespeare in the park. It just would have been a park. Well, well I understand that. Uh-huh. Well, well I think it's a good job, but I yeah. mean, maybe we should yeah. call them without you being here and be like, why don't you let them know a little sooner? No, no, no. They didn't do anything wrong, but I appreciate it. So Two yeah, thumbs up. a lot of people went into that, uh, that award for, for them. So it was funny because cool. my uh, Mrs. Skippy walked in, where's the award? It's not my award. It's, it's, wasn't for the show; it was for the festival. So, and there were there was live music, and there were vendors, and, and so. What, when's the next one? September twenty second. Okay, what's going on? Why September twenty second is like a birthday or something for one? Well, Shakespeare? it happens to be the birthday of both Bilbo and Frodo Baggins, if you know your Lord of the Rings trivia. But it's I know. Also, what does it have? Clowns. What does it have to do with Shakespeare? Well, they asked me yesterday if if Lord of the Rings was Shakespeare. <laughs> they also asked the Three Musketeers with Shakespeare too. I'm like, no, not who's, exactly. Who's asking you these questions? Uh, unnamed members of the Township Parks uh. and Recreation Department. Wait a minute, well, I just remembered something. Do you remember Board of the Rings? Yeah, I've got it. I've got a copy by the Harvard I to, Lampoon. I need to read it. Yeah, the Harvard Lampoon did a, a parody of Lord of the Rings called yeah. Board of the Rings with uh, I, I can't even say the characters' names because some of them are dirty. Why? Dildo some of them are dirty. <laughs> Instead of Bilbo, it rhymes with Bilbo. All right. We already said that word like six times today. Yeah. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. We'll be right back. There's so much you have to know. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. I am old, but I'm happy. I was once like you are now, and I know that it's not easy to be calm when you found something. All right, welcome back. Morning, Star. Happy Father's Day to all those losers. Huh. I'm just kidding. I love. I like. I like the idea of being a dad. Holly's always asked me about that. She uh, loves your dad. Oh yeah, she's enamored. And uh, I still don't understand why we can't just give our kids up to the government. Why not? Can we? Is there actually a program that we could do that? Yeah, it, it's called without uh, me being a bad person. Well, that's exactly what you have to be. Well, I don't know why, or or a mistakenly uh, accused bad person. But apparently, there's 20 states that allow me to marry them. <laughs> As long as you have parental yeah. consent. That's crazy. Yeah, so man. I know we took a, we, we kind of delved in more than I'd intended to, but. Yeah, but, we're never doing that again. Yeah, but good conversation, though, because that's the whole point. There are different definitions, different viewpoints. Um, I just found it funny. Well, what's, what's, kind of, what's kind of weird is between 2000 and 2015, 87% of child marriages, which is anyone under 18, basically, uh, involved women and, well, or girls, sorry, and 13% involved underage boys. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, like, I, I guess it's one of those world problems. And, and how many states? Well, yeah, because the, the, there are the cultural norms. There are some so, cultures that even today, you know, encourage uh, child. 
Well, there's like arranged marriages, mm-hmm. and then there. But how many states have like a no minimum? Uh, Twenty states. Twenty, 20 states, states, meaning you like can. Every state has has a consent uh, age. Right. And that's what I thought defined, you know, marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I was completely wrong. And someone corrected me on this. They said, wow. like, oh, this is an issue in the United States. You know, let's say the age of consent is is 13 or 14 or 15, whatever uh, really, really low, the lowest age of consent uh, is for whatever state that is out I'll there. I'll look it up. Yeah. So if you better you, hope the FBI doesn't like raid your computer because your browser history has now put you on a couple of watch lists. Well, the second highest age of consent is 20 in South Korea. And the lowest age of consent in the world is 11 in Nigeria. Okay. How about the U.S.? All right. So... Whatever the lowest age consent is in whatever state, right, can mm-hmm. be bypassed because that state also probably has a no age limit for marriage. And as long as you have uh, parental consent, you can marry that person, you know, that, that underage person. And marriage is your defense against statutory rape. Isn't that ridiculous? It, it is. is. Well, just horrible. Here's my, well, I would say my biggest problem. My biggest problem is anyone wanting to marry someone underage. But hand in hand with that, marriage is a binding contract. I can't think of any other contract in the universe that a someone under the age of 18 can be held liable to. Especially if it's a, quote, forced marriage. You, you know, basically someone who's 13, 14 doesn't have the maturity level, the uh, intellect, the capacity, the cranial capacity to understand the full ramifications. To provide consent. Yeah, to yeah. provide Well, it's, what's interesting consent. is I'm looking at all the states and they're all different. Like, there's not like, Oh, there's not a clear-cut age of consent. Yeah, it's yeah. really strange. They actually, each individual state voted. Right now, the oh, it's right there with um the average. Age the too. average low is I'm seeing is 16. That's I haven't seen anything lower than 16. I'm going through all 50 states. Now I'm sure there's been an increase over the years because I think Alabama was 14 until relatively recently. Yeah, I mean, you know, people laws keep getting passed. Texas mm-hmm. just uh, just uh, and also outlawed. bearing in mind that some laws were passed when yeah, the average age expectancy was 40. That's true. So, you know, yeah, 16. Talking about like Romeo and Juliet, that was the thing. Uh, Juliet's not quite 14, and her mom's going, "Hey, when I was your age, I was already a mother with you." Now, why do you think this this kind of this, this kind of topic is so slow to catch up? Because people because people the heebie-jeebies. Okay. No. You think you think cause no, it's a because, hot topic or whatever? It's like a non or not hot, but it's like a because people don't know. Yeah. Because there's so. I mean, so, because, how often do you run into stuff like that? Uh. And often enough so that people should know. Like you personally. Okay. Like, do you know anybody that had a marriage that with a, like no. a person that was under the age of eighteen? No, because because there are things that much that that people are much more offended by that happen much more regularly because it's it there should there's nothing like no. eating at Chick Fil A during Pride Month. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, getting gay married. Oh no, that's gonna hurt everybody. But uh, it, it it's all. To me, it's it's uh. What kind of married is that? What? <laughs> Just the way you said it was kind of funny. Getting gay married. So, uh, legislating morality. You hear people talk about it all. The yeah. Time. Don't legislate morality. There it was, are it was a lot you, easier to do two hundred years ago. That's for sure. There are things that you do want to legislate as far as morality. Yeah. There's pedophilia is is bad. Is can can be because. Okay, we're done with this. We're, yeah. we're, we're talking about not doing yeah. that. We're not we're not going that way. We can talk about <laughs> underage marriage, but we're not talking about that. But uh, it's it's just it's fun. So what do you think, Sean? But you being the the cultivator of history and all that, you're the kind of like the go to person. 
what do you see in the next like say 50 years of the united states do you think we're going to be more towards like what the united kingdom does where like you can't offend people you can't do those kind of things you get in trouble for going online to facebook saying something really hateful towards a group of person or a person or a group of people or do you think it's going to get more defined in a sense uh, or like freedom is going to prevail in a sense like the united states freedom because you know freedom of speech everyone kind of like doesn't mind if you have freedom of speech until I don't agree with that speech. That's when people get really upset. Right. As more and more things hit the Supreme Court, that's where you get laws of the land down. But societally, the pendulum always swings back and forth. Yeah, you think so? Oh, uh, absolutely. It, it, and it'd be like 100 years back and forth? No, it, it, oh, no, no. Years, it actually kind years. of goes it, faster. It swings back and forth. In hey, I'm talking to, to the historian here. Uh. All right, then we can <laughs> comment on it, okay? Uh, but I think Jason is, is probably going to say th the same thing I do. The, the pendulum doesn't take 100 years. In fact, every generation seems to be the the, alter, the, the, the opposite pendulum swing of the, of the previous one. I think we talked about this briefly. In the 50s, it was the birth of rock and roll. So, you know, those in the 40s who fought and died for America and mom and yeah, apple pie went to the 50s with the birth of rock and roll. And then those rebels gave birth to the, the hippie movement in the 60s with, oh, you know, we got a counterculture. We have to give up everything. Um, then leaving the seventies and the eighties, their kids were, well, mom and dad were, you know, didn't wear deodorant and were flower children. I want money. That's where the yuppies came from because we were convinced we we're going to get blown up in a nuclear war. So live for today, make as much money as possible, have sex with as many people as possible while you're doing drugs. I feel like that's been constant throughout the ages, but no, it real that was a defining, the defining, uh, for the, the yuppies of that generation. After that came grunge, the anti- materialism that the yuppies so it, it always goes back now it's forth. almost like today is we're treading water with it now we're not going back up or down we're just treading well no it's it's a it's a pendulum sh uh, sh uh, shift it, it swings back and forth but the the general progression of it still happens yeah. right we're not you're, you you consider let's let's take a like a far it's, right. It's this is pendulum, but it also spirals up as well. You know, we do take what we learn from the past, assuming we don't. Well, keep I don't see like for example, I don't see the civil uh, like any any laws based off the civil right movement is ever going to be reversed. Yeah, do you see Correct. that ever happening? Right. No, no, never. You can't. Right. It'll be incredibly difficult to undo a besides beer right. and alcohol. That's the only thing we'll undo. We're willing to do it. Well, we already went that route once. To, to actually have two constitutional amendments. Have we ever one, gone back on stuff besides yeah, that? Yeah, well, there actually, there was a constitutional amendment for prohibition, and then when prohibition didn't work, they had to do, they couldn't just get rid of that one. They had to do a second constitutional amendment to undo that the one. I'm one. talking about anything outside of that, because that's kind of the big one. But, like, any other laws that we had to, like, oh, man, we messed up that one. There's well, all kinds Red of— Red Scott. There's, there's all kinds of repeals. Jim Crow that, laws. Yeah, yeah there, there's all kinds of repeals. So— when when you talk about hello Mark going left and going right right okay and on pendulum there's this slippery slippery slope that people talk about right and people talked about this they they said it all the time you know gay marriage is, is a slippery slope to bestiality right people have always talked about that people always say that you know which is you know whatever and 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 the argument against it is well that's that's obviously ridiculous you know if you just because you want to get gay married doesn't mean you want to marry your dog well. The, the the concept of it is actually pretty interesting, and I'm going to talk about this even as a person who you know who who supports marriage equality. If let's say you take there was a there's an instance in France where they want, allowed an, an ape, and they wanted to give a, per, a person to an ape uh, that was confined in a sanctuary, right? 
and I think it was France, and, and obviously it didn't, it didn't happen. But as we advance in, in technology, they're going to start working on chimps and trying to add technological advances in their brains to make them a little more, more intelligently enhanced, right? To a point where, you know, I bet you there are some chimps out there now who are smarter than some humans, Right, I mean, if you, you get if, no argument from me. So, so, and and you know, and I'm not. I'm talking like a you know, mental capacity for some is a, is a huge range for uh, for people. Mental capacity. Well, also, for, evolution is also still ongoing. Yeah. So, let's take an, a chimp that is mentally enhanced to to actually be as smart as an average human being. You know, and they're going to be self aware and everything like that. While people are going to start screaming, "Hey, this person, this this chimp is smart enough that it's it's in a cage and it's going to need personhood, right? And once you get personhood, you have consent." Now, here's the other point. Uh, here's the other part to it. AI. Let's say as a kid, you know, in uh, 20 years from now, you grow up with a nanny robot, right? And so you grow up from age 1 to age 20, uh, to age uh, 18. And for 18 years, technological advance of your nanny robot makes it so that the AI is better and better and better. And all, that's all you're used to. You're used to growing up with AI. So as an 18-year-old, and you're able to vote, and they're going to say, hey, we need to grant persons into artificial intelligence. What are you going to say? Well, they're people. I grew up with this robot, and this robot is a person. Here we gotta wrap it up. So you'll be able to marriage. You'll be able to marry well, AI. Today's science fiction is tomorrow's reality because we had in Star Trek, we had Data and other people, you know, saying I'm a robot, but I have rights. AI, how in 2001 these things will eventually come to pass? I absolutely agree. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, and if you're still with us, hopefully. We'll be back on Monday. We didn't scare you off with a deep talk earlier. Yeah, we'll be back Monday, folks. With fluffy stuff. Yes, lots of lots of fluffy stuff. Uh, We got guests all over the place next week, so make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. We'll be posting uh, who's coming in when. Also, today's episode is available on podcast, iTunes, Google Play, and also Facebook Live. This show is brought to you by... Clean Sweep Office Clean and Conroe Coffee. We'll see you guys later. For you will still be here tomorrow, but your dreams may not. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.